Hello, everyone, and welcome to your first check-in of this round. I'm here with Chelsea. Hey, girls. <laughs> and we've had such a brilliant first week. The positivity on the group has been amazing. The support from our previous clients has also been great. And we're really excited about this round, aren't we, Chelsea? Yeah. And as I said on my story last night, I was like, we actually were a little bit, um, <laughs> this sounds awful, but we were like, oh God, it's going to be tough. It's a cold time of year. People, it's darker. People aren't as motivated, but bloody hell, what a good start. Um, it's just, yeah, it's gorgeous to to read. So well done. Thank you for being amazing. Um, and we're super excited. That energy is like, it's so amazing and we'll just get us to where we want to be. Yeah. And the group's been really active as well. And we, we've said it before, but the more active you are in the group, the better results you'll get because you're holding yourself accountable and people are holding you accountable as well, which is great. Yeah. Now we're going to get um, straight into the questions this week because week one is always manic with questions. <laughs> we have so many. I think this is a record record high um, of questions. So we want to um, get stuck into them so that we can answer them all um, for you this morning. So we're going to start off with Monica, um, who just asked about premenopause and bloating. And a lot of you will be going through perimenopause or premenopause or postmenopause, and hormonal changes will be rife at this um, stage. And just remember that they will or they may lead to water retention. Just think in previous years when you have been coming up to your period, those hormonal changes, often you feel really bloated, can't fit in your jeans um, and uncomfortable. So, just think like the all in order to help this out, we want to um tackle it like we would do any bloating. So thinking about any trigger foods that you might have, um, common ones are like onions and beans, um, sugary or highly salty snacks. And then obviously with this plan, you'll be doing this anyway, but lots of exercise, lots of steps, water, getting some good sleep, making sure you're chewing your food and eating mindfully rather than wolfing it down on the on the move. Um, all of those little things that you can do will help just relieve that bloating and make you a little bit more comfortable. Um, but unfortunately, hormones do play a part here and there's not an awful lot we can do to um, prevent that. Mm. And we're all going to go through that at some point in our life. So learning all of this now, even if you are, you know, in your 20s or 30s, then, you know, we we, we got to know it. We got to know. Mm. God, isn't it fabulous? It's just stunning being a woman. Love it, love it, love it. Right? <laughs> Helen, <laughs> Helen, what would be good cardio workouts? Would walks count or should it be more high intensity? Is it okay if you don't? Uh, okay, that's the first question. So we will accept extra steps at a faster pace if you want to do some walking as your cardio. However, if you're somebody who can do cardio, like if you're fit enough to do that, we have no injuries or um, you are quite happy to do it, then I would say get some cardio in that you like. And that's what we say to everybody. Choose something that you enjoy. That can be like, <laughs> it can be running, it can be dancing, it can be a sport if you play a sport, water aerobics, <laughs> my favourite. Um, so it's actually really good for us that like cardio 
it's, just, it's actually really good for our heart health. So, and it can make you feel quite fabulous as well. So I would say um, if you're somebody that can do cardio, then getting in 30 minutes of something that you enjoy is is totally good. If you absolutely hate all of those things and you're like, no, I actually really love walking, then go on a nice fast paced walk um, and feel fabulous in the fresh air. That is absolutely fine. Um, and then your second question, is, is it okay if you don't use the meal plan on the app? And the answer is, yes, that's absolutely fine. Please read my messages. <laughs> um, I sent the message to everybody saying, this is for inspiration. Um, this You don't have to use this as a meal plan. It's just like inspiration for your recipes. You can look at it. You don't have to look at it. You can do a hybrid of both. But please make sure that you're reading everything that I send. Robin, this week, I really didn't have time to get the walks or steps in. I did what I could, but decided workouts and food prep were my main goals for the week. So they were my non-negotiables and steps were just what I could manage. On weeks like this, should I lower my calorie intake to take into consideration the reduced movement? I know I, tr- I know. try to move more will be your answer. But if that's not an option and if I should lower, would 100 calories a day be a good reduction? I managed around 55,000 steps this week instead of 70,000 just as a guide. So Robin, I worked it out and that makes an average of 7,857 steps a day. So you're not doing too bad, actually. I think that you um, aren't giving yourself enough credit there. I can see you've obviously tried to get out and get as many steps as as possible. Um, And also, I like that you set your intention at the beginning of the week of like, these are the things that I'm not going to um, miss this week. I'm going to be really strict with my food prep. I'm going to train. And I really love that because it shows that you've really thought ahead. Um, If you feel like on the days where you can't get out and move more, do you know what? You might actually be angry. If you feel that 100 calories here or there, you could go without, maybe without a snack or whatever it is, then I'm fine with that. I think listen to your body. Um, but next week will be better. Some weeks are going to be harder than others to get all of these steps in, right? And you can do what you, uh, you can do your very best. You can set your alarm to get up earlier. You can get something at the weekend. Um, But essentially, sometimes we're a little bit more limited than others. And I'm happy with you to um, reduce those calories on the days where you're not moving as much if you're not as hungry. Yeah. Okay. Kristen, does it matter how you get your steps? Is walking around the house going to have a similar effect to going for a walk outside? (laughs) Um, So a step is a step in terms of energy. Um, But, and obviously that counts towards your step count. However, I would say that um, in terms of our health, mental health, it's really important to get outside and get some fresh air. Um, and get some light. <laughs> Not that we've got loads of it at the moment, but those pockets are, can mm. be really beneficial to your your mindset. Um, you know, when you get out and you come back and you're like, oh, I feel so much better. So obviously you can get steps in in the house, but it's a little bit like <laughs> we're not in prison. So let's try and get yeah. out as much as we can. If the only option, if you're like, I'm in between calls um, and I can't leave the house right now, then absolutely fine. Yeah, completely get it. Just run on the spot for a little bit. But um, if you can get outside, it's always going to be better. Yeah. And also thinking about like the different terrains that you have outside as well. Sometimes you might be going a bit uphill, a bit downhill. I don't know. Yes. It's just, 
it's kind of different way of of moving. Um, yeah. And I don't know about you, but when I'm feeling really anxious or upset or anything, like going outside is one of my biggest forms of therapy because it's like, oh, that just that fresh air, no matter what the weather's like. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm a massive advocate of that as well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, uh, okay. Hannah. What was Chelsea's whey protein discount code? It is Chelsea 20. Yeah, Chelsea 20. That's for optimum nutrition. If anyone um, needs protein powder, you could just go onto their website and then add that code into the basket and then you get 20% off. I really like um, the gold standard whey and I like the vanilla flavor. Um, I'm a bit funny with protein powders. Some of them I'm like, oh, that is horrible. But I like this one. But I would say from experience, um, everyone likes different protein powders. So <laughs> if you buy it and you're like, nope, not a fan, Chelsea made me get it don't blame me we're all different <laughs> um, um shall i go on to oh, arlene yeah so uh two questions how to specifically focus improve trim my saddlebag area this is a good question um because everyone will have little areas of their body that they particularly want to focus on and unfortunately we cannot specifically um spot reduce fat in any area of our body, I would love to say, oh, I'm going to go on a diet and I want it all to come off my tummy, but it's just not going to happen. Um, so Arlene, just keep going with what you're doing. You've made phenomenal progress so far. And eventually that body fat will come off the area that you are uncomfortable with. It's just going to take a little bit more time. Um, annoyingly a lot of the time with women we lose it in the places where we don't really want to lose it first (laughs) yeah like boobs or like chest I get really like bony collarbones or like face um and it then it comes down to um like the cost benefit of of how how lean you want to go but yeah I would just say just keep going and it will come off eventually and then your second question was difference between creatine and protein do you need to add both as extra to your diet? Creatine capsules instead of powder form, any differences? Okay, so protein um, we consume um, in both forms of um, food sources. And sometimes we supplement with it as well in the form of protein shakes and protein bars. Um, And this is to... um, spike muscle protein synthesis, which helps us grow and build and repair our muscle tissue in our body. So protein is a non-negotiable. Um, to supplement with protein is a non-negotiable. If you're getting enough um, through your diet, then you don't need any of those um, added supplements. But saying that, sometimes that's kind of an awful lot of meat or fish to consume, especially if you're, you're veggie or vegan. I think that um, supplementing with protein is a really good idea. And then creatine is very different to protein. Um, You don't need it. Not everyone um, takes it and that's fine. Um, I recommend it to anyone that is lifting weights because it can really improve your performance, um, your power and help you build more muscle because it's stored inside of your muscle cells, creatine. And um, basically it's it's used to create something called ATP which is is used for for energy and um and and will potentially make you stronger um and therefore <laughs> helping you create the results that you want so creatine you can take in a little um, powder form 
which you um, use three to five grams and you just pop that into a little swig of water in the morning and chuck that down or whenever it, you can have it any time of the day. Um, there's no difference between the capsules. Capsules are basically just a powder inside a shell. So whatever you prefer, I prefer the powder. It's much easier just to mix it in with some, it, it's tasteless. So it's easy to swig down. Um, Abby, I am loving the podcast. I've listened to them all now. <laughs> well, thank you, Abby. I hope you've liked, subscribed, reviewed us. Reviewed us. We've got oh my God, you must be sick of our voices, if, especially if you've done them all in one go. You must be like, I shut know, up. Shut up. Um, actually, Abby, <laughs> Abby, what's your fave? I want to know what everyone's favourite is. Mm. Um, do you have any recommendations for other podcasts that we could listen to that are similar vibes? Um, so, yeah, obviously, number one is ours always. And then <laughs> we like, we like the food medic she's got some amazing um yeah she's got some amazing podcasts uh the doctor's kitchen and then also i love this isn't really i suppose it all ties in but i love mel robbins as well she's some it might be good for you to listen to sort of mindset coaching as well because that's all part of it you know she talks about she's got an amazing one um the morning routine and that can help big time. So there are a few of our favourites, but obviously number one is Fit Female Project. <laughs> like, subscribe, review. Yeah, really. um, okay, Sinead, how do you know when it's best to return to training following sickness? I feel like I've been sick for weeks now between head colds and vomiting bugs, and I've trained when not feeling 100% well at times. My husband has give, been given out to me for this. <laughs> That's so Irish, isn't it? Um, it is detriment. Is it detrimental to do this? Should you wait until you're feeling completely better? Could this be why I'm getting so many bouts of sickness? He also thinks that um, being in a constant calorie deficit could affect your immune system. Could this be true? I'd love to tell him he's wrong. <laughs> P.S. My husband's actually lovely and very supportive of me taking part in FFP despite his giving out. Um, so it sounds like he is just looking out for you, to be honest. Yeah. Um, I would say, firstly, let's answer that first one Um the, the last one first um, is being in a constant calorie deficit. Uh, could that affect your immune system? Now, there's there's different ways of being in the calorie deficit. There's the ways where you just go on um, juice cleanses or you go on um, specific meal plans where you aren't getting um, enough nutrients into your diet and potentially that could have an effect on your health. But the way that we do it at Fit Female Project, as you know, is that we are all about whole foods, micronutrients, get, making sure that you're getting all your vitamins, all of your minerals, you know, they really, really are non-negotiables for us. So if anything, your overall health, your immune system, the way that you feel should actually be better um, than potentially before because you're having less processed foods, you're having more nourishing foods. So I would uh, that would be my kind of answer to that one. Um, and then when it comes to illness and training, I really think this is, I we can't answer this as a blanket for everyone. It has to be personal and it has to be about how you're feeling. If you feel well enough to do a workout, even if that's not 100%, then that's fine because if you're waiting to be feel 100%, you might be waiting weeks and weeks. Um, so it might be that, I've got a cold at the moment and and I'm training, I'm like very breathless. So I just have to take a bit more rest time in between sets. Um, 
you know, it's it's like you don't want to um, drill yourself into the ground if you're feeling crap, you've got no energy and you're weak and then you're forcing yourself to train. That's not a healthy place to be. But know yourself. If you think you've got enough energy to get a workout in, even if that's 20 minutes, 30 minutes, then something's always better than nothing, I think. Agreed. And it's not like we're doing like crazy hit training where you're just going to curl mm. up in a ball on the floor and you're like, <gasps> like this is yeah. the beauty of strength training. You can do a set, even if you do a set of bicep curls and you're like, oh, going to take a little breather. Lovely. Fine. Yeah. Still going to like, still going to get the same effect and work the muscles. So yeah, yeah I, I think that, uh, yeah, agree. Okay. Uh, Amy, overcoming gym anxiety. Um, so firstly, I just want to say, Amy, you're doing so well in your first week. Um, so well done. Um, being in the gym, if you're not used to it, is always going to be scary. I'd say listen to our uh, podcast. Um, what's it called, Maz? <laughs> gym, 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 com- gym confidence. Yes. Gym confidence. I should have, I should have looked that up before I went in and recommended it. But there is this, there Perfect is a podcast. for you. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that'll really, really help you. But just remember that this is like you've had three sessions in the gym, and the first week is gonna be the most uncomfortable because you don't know where things are, you're not sure of the exercises, there's so much change. Whereas I promise you next week is gonna feel so much better because you're like, yep, I know where the squat uh, I know where that the weights are, I know where that bench is, I know how to use the bench, I know where I'm gonna go now. And then it's just re- repetition. But always remember that you belong there. Every single person, no matter what their fitness level is, their experience, everyone deserves to be in a gym. It's not just for gym people that look like they've been training forever. And those people that look like they have been training forever, they started from somewhere too. They felt like that too. And that last thing to remember is <laughs> everyone cares about themselves. <laughs> So they will be looking at themselves. It might feel like everyone's looking at you, but it might just be because they're in between sets and they're having a nose around. I look at people just to think, what are they up to? So uh, yeah, you belong there. No one cares. Everyone cares about themselves. Yeah. And also use the group for this because so many of our women that are now on to maybe phase five were exactly where you were four or five months ago and now they're feeling confident they feel like they own the place and I think that they will be able to help you so if you're one of those people that are feeling good maybe pop Amy a message in the group that'll be really helpful yeah um Kat will I lose muscle while I'm not doing the strength training sessions while I'm recovering from an injury good question um so I would say it's much harder to lose muscle than it is to build muscle. Um, it depends how long you're off for. I think the, there's research that you lose muscle quite quickly if you are completely bed bound. You can, um, yeah, it can it can go quite quickly then. But if you're still able to be active, walking. Um, make sure you're eating lots of protein. Uh, It's probably going to be even more important at this stage if you're not getting the stimulus from your training that you are getting the stimulus from your protein intake. Um, And do you know what, Kat? Like you've been training for a long time and muscle memory is a wonderful thing. And it might be that when you come back to training, it's a bit harder, you're a bit weaker, but it will come back. It will come back in a couple of months or 
a few weeks, you'll start feeling like yourself again. So please don't stress about that. Um, get yourself well first, do your rehab exercises and um, all is not lost, I promise you. Okay, we're moving on to some nutrition questions, which are always fabulous and people always have lots of questions about these. So I'm going to start with uh, Nicola. If I eat bang on my calorie target, not under, can I still lose weight? Absolutely, Nicola. So the calories we've set you um, are the calories that you can eat. And they're the ones, they're the ones that will put you in a calorie deficit and therefore give you the results that you're looking for. If it was me, I would eat every single calorie um so go for it (laughs) um great uh d maybe more if i'm eating enough as i'm working very hard and waiting for result um so d we had a little um look into your profile and you've dropped half a kilogram in a week which is basically we get asked this question a lot, how much would we be losing? We think this is quite a nice amount. If you're losing sort of 0.5 of a kg a week, that's really good progress. So basically what you're doing really well. Um, What we would say is that some days you're tracking about 1200 calories. Now, I don't know if you're tracking everything. Um, If you are eating 1200 calories, then potentially that is making you feel tired and really hungry. Uh, Obviously, we've set you at 1600, so that's significantly below what we've set you. Um, So I would try and be really accurate with your tracking this week. See if you can get close to the targets that we've set you. And actually, you might see more success and quicker results if you... um, yeah, just be a little bit tighter with your tracking, uh, make sure everything's in there and we can get a little bit more of a gauge of, of what's happening there. Yeah. Do you and think I that's about, been, about right, Chelsea? Yeah. yeah, agree. And I, you know, I know you've been with us before, but it's been a while. So it's only really day, we did Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, five days, five days. So I'm working very hard and waiting for results. Babe, we've got to stay consistent. This is, everyone will say, you have to be patient. You've got to keep going. And I know it feels like you're doing everything, but just know that you've just got to keep going. And then I promise you, you will see the results. Um, but you've, we've looked, you've made nice progress. This is fabulous. You're tracking, you're doing all the right things. So know that and go into next week with confidence. Um, oh, Nicola, I've done her. Katie. Um, I'd like ideas on healthy slash low calorie snacks for an evening that are sweet, please. And ideas. Okay, that's the first question. Um, so I would say that it depends, obviously, what you like to eat. But um, for me, if I have even low calorie snacks that are sweet for any once I start I do not stop so it depends what kind of person you are Maz is the opposite like she could just have a little square of chocolate and she's okay if I have one square I am done I need the whole bar so for me the only thing that works is not having that in the house um not buying some a pack of like Harry Bows and thinking that I'm gonna have three because I know that's not gonna happen so having things like Greek yogurt still having sweet foods but you can have whole foods so if you're going to have greek yogurt and berries um you could if you want to have some dark chocolate in there if you're going to choose chocolate go for sort of dark chocolate the darker the better um and i don't know i suppose even things like uh 
Like what were we saying the other day, Maz? Baked apples, um, yeah, like baked yeah, like pears. stewed yeah. fruits and stuff. Yeah, like cinnamon. Those, and mm, those sort of comforting things, and maybe choosing something where you can get like a little bit of protein in there as well. That's why Greek yogurt is is really really good because it can make you feel nice and um, like satiated. So I would say uh, it depends what kind of person you are sometimes those low calorie biscuit things are actually like very like they're not going to fill you up they're full of rubbish and they're not that satisfying so I would just make almost like see it as like another meal it's like I'm gonna have 200 calories and see what you can get out of those 200 calories what do you think I'm wondering as well whether the sweet treat after dinner is a is a habit right it's Mm. probably something that you've always done you have your dinner and then when you're on your sofa you have your sofa snacks and it's become part of like your routine so now you're trying to make some swaps which you know we're all about swaps but it's a really good point maybe challenging yourself to actually make yourself a bigger dinner like Mm. a really filling high calorie dinner and then brush your teeth because actually the, the the taste of the mint and the fresh mouth often will kind of relieve those cravings that you're having for something sweet. Um, yeah, I guess it, that it, as as you said, it, it depends. It depends what kind of person you are. But um, yeah, I think they're all really good recommendations, Charles. Thank you. And then the next one, one of our favourite sort of questions for me anyway uh a question about leggings um do you have any good shaping leggings with pockets for my phone but also hold my butt in place love <laughs> um so i know that sweaty betty and lulu have um pockets which are good but obviously they're a bit more spenny um i don't know if gymshark have ones with pockets they probably have thought of that but i know that some people like gymshark that's a bit cheaper because the the fabric is like it is so tight some of those leggings you're like oh my god I can't get it on but once you're in you're in so there are a couple of ideas uh do you have any with pockets Maz? No as you said only my Lulus I have um which I love um but this is probably a good chance to say actually we've just found a new brand that we love called We Are Enough and they're super soft and comfortable and don't it doesn't feel like you're being stuffed like a piece of sausage meat into your clothes. <laughs> and if you're like me and you wear leggings all day then I want something that has got a little bit of stretch. So uh, <laughs> I really like those. <laughs> Uh, I love that stuff like a sausage. Oh, you know what I mean? Like, feel like everything's that. like yeah, and everything's all just sticking out around the end, like the waistband, and oh, it's horrible. God. Um, okay, so Neve, I've been told to reduce dairy. Anyone have any good substitutions that aren't very high in calories? I used to always use oat milk in my coffees, but switched to skimmed milk because of the calories. I'm also nervous of using different yogurts as I eat so much fat-free Greek yogurt for protein. Bit confused. P.S. Dairy reduction is to help my hormones, not just random. Okay, so my first question would be, has a doctor told you to reduce your dairy or have you read that online? Um, Because that is uh, just something to flag. There's a lot of misinformation online that might be telling you that dairy is the devil. Um, However, um, I would say, yeah, oat milk is quite high in calories. I'd go for unsweetened almond milk, um, has 
the lowest calories of all of the milk substitutes. Um, and then yogurt, um, pro yogurt, it's a high one, not as much yogurt, but it's, it's a good alternative. And, and um, dairy free protein yogurts, um, such as they, there's a really big, um, oh, I can't remember what their name, what the name is, but they, they've got them in Morrison's. There's loads of these protein pots and protein puddings that have come out recently that are kind of chocolatey. And a lot of those are um, dairy free. Um, so just have a little look around the supplement um, aisle as well, because a lot of people will be in, in the similar position and, and don't have dairy neither. Yeah. And then Josephine also has discovered that she's allergic to dairy and gluten. Um, and she said, weirdly enough, it's made it hard to find com- um, some convenient extra protein sources. So I'd love to know any tips on getting extra protein to reach my goal. Um, yeah. So this is this is easy. So get your protein from your actual food. So fish, meat, um, you can get it from some uh, protein powders, vegan protein powders, some protein bars. Um, but I would say just just maybe have more of the protein source that you're having and that will also get you there. But sticking to whole foods will will be good. So yeah, meats, fish, and um, you'll, you'll hit it like that. Fab. Okay, Carly, vitamins for women over 40. Um, so... It's not specific to women over 40. What we would always recommend for our clients are vitamin D. Obviously, we get this from the sun. And now, especially now we're going into the winter months, this is super important for everyone to be supplementing with. It helps to regulate the amount of calcium and phosphate in our body um, and, our, and keeps our bones healthy. Um, and then we've got omega-3 which is from our sort of think of like fish oils. Um, and that uh, reduces chronic inflammation and improves brain sort of cognitive health um, as well as kind of healthy heart. And then if you are vegan or veggie, really think about um, B12 because it's mostly found in meats, dairy and eggs. Um, and that helps um, to keep your 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 blood healthy and helps you to create um, DNA as well. And then I would recommend kind of a multivitamin as well, um, just to make sure you're hitting everything. Obviously with our diet that we recommend, you are getting plenty of these vitamins into your body naturally, but it just helps to top them up. Um, so I would recommend those, those things, Carly. Um, Laura, how to increase protein without increasing carbs. Uh, so that would be similar protein sources as, as I was saying before, meat, fish, um, you could have protein powder as well. Um, yeah, just sticking to those was eggs. Anything else, Maz? I missed. Um, no, I think no. yeah, good lean. Just think lean, lean protein yeah. sources. Oh, look at the look at the um the Fit Female Project handbook. Um, and it gives you a bunch of protein sources in there, any of those. Yeah. I suppose on a, on a similar note, we've got Kelly, how to make the macros work, i.e. keeping to protein. Um, if you're new and it's your first week, then this is totally normal. You might not have figured it out yet and you'll be playing sort of macro Jenga for a little while trying to make, make everything fit and everything work. Um, what I would recommend if you're struggling to get your protein, what you could do is sort of plan ahead, as I always say, and you could put your protein in first. 
and work out how you're going to get enough protein in and then sort of build your day around that. Um, so if you're going to go for like hundred grams of chicken at lunch, and then you've got a fillet of salmon in the evening and you've got a protein shake in the mid morning and you're having some eggs for breakfast, pop all of those in, try and get your protein target. And then around that build everything else in. So that will kind of, um, steer you in the right direction. Yeah, and, and also then, the oh, sorry, sorry, no, man. Come on, sorry. I just thought the new meal planner, um, that that can help. So even if you're not sticking to the actual recipes, like everything, you could just look and be like, oh, okay. So it says to have that much protein for breakfast, that much like chicken for my lunch, and that salmon for dinner. That can help. Mm, yeah, for sure. Keep it as simple as possible for yourself. Um, also on the workouts under the last section where it says 45 seconds or until failure is it about lifting heavy and doing 10 to 12 reps or doing as many reps as possible um so if it says uh something like 45 seconds or until failure we don't um that is not a set rep range that is until um well 45 seconds is however many you can do in that 45 seconds until failure is however many you can do until you can't do any more until you're technically um sort of done <laughs> you've maxed out I was gonna say dead you're technically over like your your body is you can't go anymore um so yeah that that is and then if it says a specific rep range then we want you to stick to that yeah um Samantha best way to track when you don't know how many calories are in a meal made for you good question um so this is when we just have to make an educated guess uh, you can ask us for help as well like if you want to send a picky um we'll we'll help you but i would say this you can still use my fitness pal and just be like if you say for example if you're having mashed potato and chicken and i don't know broccoli yum i love mashed potato <laughs> Whoa, i love mashed potatoes they just put in like look it up on on there and, and make an educated guess as well obviously you don't know how much oil and butter and all of that that people have put in um so you're just gonna have to ask you can ask them and be like what have you, what have you put in this um and and try your best but we can help you if you need yeah um, Alex, low calorie substitutes feel like I'm wasting calories on butter and breads, etc. Um, so for breads, you could have a look at things like uh, bagel thins or um, English breakfast muffins or um, there are quite a few uh, ways to reduce kind of calories when it comes to breads. And then in, th in terms of butter and breads and all of these other things, I reckon that actually looking at portion sizes um, is going to help you as well, Alex, because you can make as many substitutes as you want. But essentially, if you just have half the amount of butter on your bread that you would usually have, you're going to save half the calories. Mm. Um, so it might just be that rather than trying to um, find loads of alternative of things that you don't like as much, we want to keep things in your diet that you love um but just think about how much of everything you're having mm, yeah like instead of having like a big sandwich we're having two slices you could have an open face so things yeah. like that yeah yeah so. yeah exactly also I was thinking about the bagel things and it's like I've just been buying the big old bagels again and I'm like I just cut it in half I'm like <laughs> 
genius. So it's the same thing as well. But obviously, yeah. bagel thins. I do like them because you've got obviously. You a feel like you're eating more, don't you? you <laughs> yeah, feel like you're having more food. Yeah. Um, okay, Jill. House control cravings. Um, okay, so it depends. I think the thing you need to do is understand why you're having cravings. So are you having cravings because you're still hungry, because you're not full from your dinner? Are you having cravings because, as Maz said before, uh, it's a habit? Um, Are you getting your protein in? So I would say you need to understand why you're doing it. Um, Most people, if they're having cravings, and I'm also wondering what your cravings are, I'm guessing most people at some times like sugary things. Obviously, if you've been eating a certain way before, then it's not going to miraculously change overnight. Um, but getting your protein in can really, really help you uh, feel nice and full and, and sort of having proper meals can help as well. Um, making swaps and just instead of saying, yeah, I'm going to give in and have that pack of Harry bows, have a, make a swap as what I've mentioned before. Um, and once again, like I can't have it in the house. I don't buy it. So I'll choose to buy a fridge full of whole foods that's going to stop the cravings. And it, sometimes if you want sugary things, then have some fruit, have some berries. That's still sweet and that can help. Yeah. And I think, remember that you've probably been having the same treats and sweets and things that you love for the last 20, 30 years. And to suddenly try and change everything about your behavior in one go and, mm-hmm. and then under, and then be frustrated with yourself for not understanding why you can't get them under control. It's going to take a little bit of time to just sort of retrain yourself, retrain your brain, retrain your cravings and your, your um, hunger hormones and all of that. But it will come and it's just going to maybe just take a little bit more self-restraint as well and and kind of power through power through sometimes and yeah as Chelsea says make some swaps have some tea um think of what you can do to fill that hole um Jill's like I don't want bloody tea (laughs) yeah I want a biscuit (laughs) my mum would always say that to me I'd be like oh I need sweets just go have some fruit and I'm like I don't want fruit and now I'm that person okay moving on to the workouts we are nearly there ladies we've literally got five more questions stick with us um we've got Lizzie, Renegade Rose really hurt in my hands. Suggestions for swaps. Um, so I think you need to understand why they're hurt in your hands. Are they hurt in your wrists? It might be that because sometimes people sink into their wrists as they're holding the the dumbbells. Um, so have a little check in. Maybe send us, can you send us a video of them? And then um if and then I'll give you some swaps. Yeah, let's make that a deal, please. Thank you. <laughs> Um, Miriam, training around your cycle is something I'm really interested in. Here we go. So this is a huge buzz at the moment. And I don't know about you, Charles, but I see it everywhere. I see talking, people talking about cycle, um, sinking with their training a lot. Um, but if you are interested in it, um, quickly, very briefly, you have different stages of your cycle. You have your bleed, you have your follicular phase, your ovulation and your luteal phase. Um, estrogen is highest during your follicular phase, which is the, the phase straight after your period. And that's when you, uh, 
that's when scientifically you should be full of beans and full of energy. Mm. Um, and then at the later stage of your luteal phase, which is before your period, um, progesterone and estrogen start lowering, which can trigger your PMS symptoms, such as your increased appetite, your tiredness and, and spots, etc. Um, so some people pull back their intensity just before their, their cycle. Uh, sorry, just before their their period. Um, we don't really um, like to um, sync it this way because we think everyone responds so differently. And just because you've read in a book that you should feel really energetic at certain days, sometimes you just might feel crap. <laughs> and also sometimes before your period, you might feel absolutely fine. And then taking down the intensity is going to be a hindrance to your progress. So we just like to say, listen to your body, Give as much as you can on that day. Um, you know, sometimes I, I liked this uh, phrase the other day. Sometimes if you can only give on, on I'm going to butcher this, but um, <laughs> on one day, if you've only got 60% to give, but that's your all, that's your 100% for that day. Because oh, it's, that. Every, it's everything that you've got for that day. Um, but Miriam, if you do want to go into this more and with much better understanding, I would, um, I'm going to outsource you to the food medic, Hazel Wallace, because this, she's mad for this and she's so informed and brilliant on the, all of this. Um, so I'd, I'd listen, I'd follow her on Instagram and um, listen to a lot of her stuff because she's fab. Mm-hmm. Um, Rachel, what's the difference between the chest push up and the tricep? About to do gym sculpt three and saw the tricep push ups, didn't know there was more than one type. She's got like a sweat emoji as well, <laughs> Rachel. Um, so the way where you place your hands in a push up can basically change the muscles that you're targeting. So with the tricep push ups, we're getting um, as really like narrow um, grip and not narrow grip, narrow position with the arms and your basically your elbows are coming in super close and super tight into your body and then driving backwards and then you're going to get more of the triceps same as if you turned that around and did like a narrow grip press um instead of your like chest press if you bring uh, your elbows in super super tight then you're targeting uh different different muscles so <laughs> let us know how you get on with those Rach. <laughs> yeah a lot of people find the tricep ones harder. Um, yeah. Unless you're a yogi like Jamie, who's like a tricep queen. <gasps> um, <laughs> um, Ashling, barbell squats. Should I use the same weight for each set or increase the weight over four sets? This week, for example, I did 20 kg, 30 kg, 40 kg, 50 kg. Woo-hoo! Which also is mega. Like that's really, really strong. Um, and also now we've actually corrected your form. You're getting full depth and I'm really yeah. here for it. Yeah, um, me too. They look yeah. so good. So what I would say is if you can do the 50 and that's feeling fine, what I would do rather than kind of build them up like this is do your first set at 20 kg just as a warm up set to make sure that you're technically um, on point and that everything's engaged. And then I would probably... You could go up to 30 if you wanted to, but only do a couple of reps. It's like a second warm up. And then I would actually start your working sets from where it feels a little bit more challenging. Because if you're doing 50 kg, 30 kg is likely feeling pretty easy. And then you're kind of wasting a set, 
right? We want to we want to mm-hmm. make your sets feel as challenging as possible. So um, you could do yeah a couple of warm up sets and then think right okay I'm going into my three working sets and they're going to feel hard. And if the forty kg for ten reps feels hard, great. Start with that and then build up to fifty. Or you could go right okay well I want to start from my notes, from your tracking, I could start at 15. So if you get three sets at 50, for example. Um, so yeah, I would say just try and make it as challenging for yourself as possible, Ashling. Okay. And final question. We've got Sarah, the upper body and cardio class. Can we do that as cardio workout? Only 20 minutes though, maybe add another round, finding it hard to get my cardio. Um, so Sarah, I would don't use don't use that as your cardio class um do something another form of cardio that upper body and cardio class is just um workout it's just there if people are on holiday and they've got no access to weights it's just a holiday workout so um we prefer it if you've got cardio in another way to be honest it will just make more use of your time if you're finding it hard to to fit it in so find something else um I would say. Would you agree, Maz? Yeah, for yeah. sure. Even if that's sort of go out go out for a jog or go bike ride or go on a bike at the gym or Steps whatever. With Rick. Steps with Rick. Steps with Rick. Oh my God. Well, that is the end. I hope you've had us on times two. Just so people know you can do that as well. I I love that with podcasts. Do you ever do that? Yeah, I do. Really and also do. if we're talking really slowly, then it might be that you're on slow. Oh. oh my god do you remember when Lud remember when Lud messaged us like girls I love your podcast but um you're talking really fast and I was like no if we are I can listen back and sometimes I'm like oh move it along Maz and I think she had us on uh double <laughs> yeah speed. I know but I'm telling everyone put us on double speed for this one but uh what yeah. a great week we're here if you need um tomorrow you'll be getting your um your weekly focus sent to you um and we're gonna let you go now enjoy your weekend this is gonna if you're new uh the weekend adds new challenges but we're here for you you've got it do not make this an all or nothing don't fall off the wagon we do not do that at fit female project (laughs) no stick with it and let's have another fantastic week enjoy your weekend everyone bye bye Thanks for listening and choosing us as your coaches. If you want to join our next six-week project, head to the website now for more info. You will not regret it. Bye.